The clanging of the halyards against the masts of the sailboats docked at the pier echoed across the water, sounding like a death knell chorus. He wants revenge against you for tricking him, and he's gonna get it if you don't watch yourself. Casey Manning's back tingled with the warning, as if someone had already placed a target there. She peered at the man three feet away from her. His face was obscured by a baseball cap pulled low on his forehead and a bandana hiding his mouth and chin. Would you be willing to go to the police and tell them what you just told me? He can't make threats like that from prison. The figure hugging the shadows hunched his shoulders. I'm not getting on his bad side. The man's a straight-up psychopath. If the warden pays him a visit, Dan's gonna know who talked. Casey hugged herself, dipping her hands into the sleeves of her baggy sweater to ward off the chill of the night and his words. How's Dan going to get the word out on the street? The prison monitors his communication. The man whistled between his teeth, and the bandana puffed out from his face. I thought you knew Daniel Walker. You wrote a book about him, didn't you? You know that, or we wouldn't be here. Then you should know what he's capable of, Casey. He ain't just a psycho. He's a crafty psycho. Goosebumps raced across her flesh, and she rubbed her arms. This ex-con obviously knew Daniel Walker well. Not everyone did. His own family sure hadn't. Did he actually confess to the murders? No way. He scratched at his chin beneath the bandana. He's too smart for that. He still wants to keep on pretending. He started talking to me about karma one day before my parole. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about, but then he explained it's like revenge, comeuppance, and he told me you were gonna get yours. Why are you telling me this? Why are you warning me? I don't know. He shuffled a step closer, careful to keep his face in the darkness. You're a pretty little gal, Casey. I saw you once or twice when you came to the big house to interview Walker. She tried to swallow, but her dry throat wouldn't allow it. He'd seen her at Walla Walla? Maybe Walker had sent him to take care of his business. She shuffled back a few steps. That still doesn't explain why you'd risk Walker's anger to warn me. You remind me of my sister a little bit. His eyes glittered in the dark. Besides, I ain't risking nothing. It's not like you're going to go running to Walker telling him someone from the state pen warned you about him, right? Of course not. A squeaking noise to her right made her grit her teeth. She jerked her head to the side and spotted a shopping cart rumbling around the corner with a ramshackle man in rags steering it. The parolee across from her swore and spit from beneath his bandana. The homeless man trundled toward them, one wheel of his cart squealing and wobbling over the cement walkway. Casey held her breath as he drew next to them. Can you spare some change? 
His hand was already protruding from the dirt-encrusted sleeve of his jacket. Her informant had ducked back into the shadows, but his voice lashed out at the transient from the anonymity of the darkness. Move it along, buddy. The homeless man must have heard something in the other man's voice because he thrust his cart in front of him and picked up his ambling pace without a word or backward glance.